Headbanging, an A to Z guide from diagnosis to treatment to prevention, written by Dr. Alan Green, read for you by Kanchana Padameshwaran. Introduction to Headbanging When children develop a habit of headbanging, their parents are often concerned. They express fear that this habit might hurt their child, perhaps even causing brain damage. The unspoken fear is that their child might have autism. What is headbanging? Headbanging, head rolling, and body rocking are all common rhythmic habits, as is thumb sucking. Many theories have been put forward to explain them. Perhaps the rocking and even the headbanging provide a form of pleasure related to the movement. This joy in movement is called our kinesthetic drive. All infants are rocked by their mothers when they are carried about in utero. Later on, they enjoy being held and rocked in parents' arms. Movement activities continue as kids grow. The pleasure of jump ropes, swings, slides, amusement park rides, and dancing. These activities all engage the vestibular system of the brain. The amount and type of movement that provides pleasure varies from child to child. Kids who are understimulated, those who are blind, deaf, bored, or lonely, headbang for stimulation. But children who are overstimulated in an overwhelming environment find these rhythmic movements soothing. For some children, headbanging is a way to release tension and prepare for sleep. Some kids headbang for relief when they are teething or have an ear infection. Some kids bang their heads out of frustration or anger, as in a temper tantrum. Headbanging is an effective attention-seeking maneuver. The more reaction children get from parents or other adults, the more likely they are to continue this habit. Generally, healthy children do not headbang in order to injure themselves. Who gets headbanging? Up to 20% of healthy children are headbangers for a time. Typically, headbanging appears in the latter half of the first year of life and generally ends spontaneously by four years of age. Boys are three or four more times likely to be headbangers than girls. Headbanging, head rolling, and body rocking are also each far more common in autistic children, children with developmental delays, and children who have suffered abuse or neglect. What are the symptoms of headbanging? The child seems compelled to rhythmically move his head against a solid object such as a wall or the side of a crib. Often he rocks his entire body. For most children, it occurs at sleepy times or when upset, often as part of tantrums. This behavior can last for minutes at a time or sometimes for hours. It can even continue once the child has fallen asleep. Is headbanging contagious? No, although other people's actions can promote headbanging. How long does headbanging last? These rhythmic motor activities are part of normal behavior in healthy infants and young children. This behavior is abnormal, though, if it persists beyond the early years. Normal headbanging usually goes away by age four. Any child who is still headbanging beyond three years of age deserves further evaluation to be sure it is a normal habit. How is headbanging diagnosed? Three hallmark behaviors are the key signs that distinguish kids with autism-associated headbanging and those with normal headbanging. Number one, lack of pointing. By 14 months of age, most children will point at objects in order to get another person to look. Number two, lack of gaze following. By 14 months, infants will often turn to look in the same direction an adult is looking. Number three, lack of pretend play. By 14 months, children will begin to play using object substitution. An example would be pretending to comb the hair with a block. All three of these behaviors are typically absent in children with autism. If a child begins even one of these three behaviors by 18 months, the chances of ever developing true autism are very small. 
Again, headbanging beyond age three deserves further evaluation. How is headbanging treated? Most children will outgrow the habit on their own. You can speed up this process by reacting to it in a matter-of-fact way. Pretend not to notice, and if it is part of a tantrum, do not give her whatever she threw the tantrum to get. When you notice her headbanging, you might be able to get her to stop for the moment by distracting her or engaging her in a different activity. By decreasing the amount of time she spends in this habitual activity, she will outgrow it more quickly. How can headbanging be prevented? Preventing headbanging from becoming a habit is best accomplished by responding to it as described in the treatment section above. How do you prevent head injury? Typically, healthy toddlers don't seriously injure themselves with this habit. Pain prevents them from banging too hard, but even if it didn't, children under 3 don't generate enough force to cause brain damage or neurologic problems. The front or front side of the head is the most frequently struck. A toddler's head is built to take all of the minor head trauma that is a normal part of learning to walk and climb. Healthy infants and toddlers who are headbangers grow up to be coordinated and completely normal children. Curiously, one large study of this habit in healthy children found headbangers to be immeasurably advanced compared to their peers. If anything, then headbanging in healthy children can be a sign of increased intelligence. Related Concepts Head Rolling, Body Rocking